Well, hello. I'm Chris, by the way. Hi. Hi, Chris. It's nice to meet you. I'm Margaret. Hi, Margaret. Margaret Frisbee, yeah? Yep. Um, I know our team, obviously, is getting really excited, and we're getting ready for the Chicago River Cleanup Day uh, on Saturday, May 14th. Um, and you work with Friends of the Chicago River, is that right? That's right. I'm the executive director of Friends of the Chicago River. So what does that entail? Like, what is your kind of day-to-day work? Yeah, there's an organization. We have 15 full-time staff um, and two and a half million dollar budget. And we work all day, every day to fix the Chicago River, make it healthy for people. I was lucky enough to get to tour the bridge house, the disabled uh, dis- a bridge house the other day. And it was a really cool experience. I had never considered driving by those that there's room inside of that someone would be in there or that there's a museum in there. Uh, But what originally drew you to working with Friends of the Chicago River? Well, I really started with Friends because I wanted to make a difference in our environment and to have natural open spaces and places where people could go to enjoy nature. And so I live in the city and, you know, I wanted to do something to help, you know, make my life better, but also the people around me. So the big river cleanup day, there's actually 70 different locations uh, on that day. How many will you only will you be at one location? Will you try to visit a couple throughout the day? I'll try and visit a couple throughout the day. We'd like to, you know, stop by and say hello to people that are volunteering. We there we have corporate sponsors. And so we'd like to say thank you to our sponsors and, you know, just drop in and see how things are going. So obviously the cleanup day um, is one day a year where we say, hey, everybody get out and let's take big part of it. But obviously it's something that we hope people would do 365 days a year is help to maintain the areas around the Chicago River. But why is the Chicago River so important to Chicago? The city of Chicago is here because the river is here. You know, looking back through history, this this waterway connection with the river system and the lakes, you know, we could connect to the Mississippi River, which actually opened up the entire continent for, for commerce and travel. And you could have an opinion on whether or not today you think that's a good thing, but at the time it was really important. So today the river system is a place where people can recreate. It's where they can go to find nature. It's a public amenity, a resource that we can all use and you know, it, it makes our lives healthier when we have access to nature. Studies show that literally, literally your uh, mental health and your physical health are improved by being having access to nature. And so the river is a place that people can go and really have an opportunity to enjoy nature, to see, you know, birds and bees and fish and wildlife. But also it's a natural resource and it has its own rights. There are fish, there are beavers, there are turtles, there's muskrats, fish eating herons all live there. And so we have to protect the river both for people, but also for wildlife. So what kind of things in the day-to-day are Friends of the Chicago River doing to help protect the river? On a daily basis, Friends of the Chicago River is working through three different program areas. We do long-term public policy and planning work. So we look at river edge development, the water quality and the the laws that govern the river. And so we're always working to make the water quality better. We work on on the ground projects. So those are things that physically improve the river. So we do these huge landscape landscape scale restoration projects where we're clearing hundreds of acres of invasive plants so that native plants can thrive. We have a great project where we're creating um, habitat for turtles to nest. Oh, cool. Yeah. And so we've actually, on the places, we have five locations we've been working. And over the years, we've seen a 60% increase in the success of turtles nesting. So where there were no places to lay eggs, now that now baby turtles are hatching. Now, what happens after that? We don't know, but it's really exciting to see the numbers increase. We've put in um, channel catfish nesting cavities, We've built, we've installed plant habitat. Um, oh my the, yeah, I mean, all kinds of things. And then to engage people and build a stewardship ethic, 
We do also public education and outreach. So we have the McCormick Bridge House and Chicago River Museum, which is a way to learn about the river and its value to the region. We also do the Chicago River Schools Network, which is celebrating its 25th anniversary this year. So we take kids out on field trips and they learn about science and nature and how they can make a difference by doing water quality and testing and, and reading about pollution and what impacts the river. And then of course we have Chicago River Day where thousands of volunteers come out and pick up trash and get rid of invasive plant material and contribute to the health of the river. So I have a, a two and a half year old, almost three year old. And we're, we belong to this group where we, um, this urban prairie group where we get to go do nature camp days with her. And it, what strikes me about it is that I think when people think of Chicago, you think of skyscrapers and cement and city and, you kind of forget that there is still a lot of nature and a lot of it is literally spawned from the river as of course the river cuts through. So how important is it to you and to the team um, at Friends of the Chicago River for kids to understand the benefit of the Chicago River early in life so that they continue to see the benefit of it as they grow up? Yeah, you know, Chrissy, that's a great question. And we are always trying to find ways to engage kids. And so this year we're opening a learning cart at our Bridge House Museum. So if you're walking on the Chicago River Walk, you can drop by, it's free. And, you know, we'll have things that you can touch and, oh, wow. you know, to learn about nature, but you know, you don't want to start somebody out talking about climate change when they're little, right? And so it's really about understanding that there's wildlife and who lives here and how what what kind of fish and what kinds of wildlife and what what does nature look like. So really, you know, programs that inspire young children. And then over time you can teach them more and more complex things, much like you know, people do in school. And so, you know, you can come out in a canoe with friends of the Chicago River. You could come on a nature hike with us. Of course, you're always welcome to come to, to work days. So we volunteer in the forest preserves along the river system. And, you know, kids of any age are welcome. And it's, and we really encourage it because I know once you've been out along the river and seen the opportunity, it, it's exciting and it's magic and it's surprising. And yes. so for kids, it can be really inspirational. Yeah, touring the museum was really interesting, you know, going up the five flights, but to see the history of how the river helped shape the city. And I think often when people think of the Chicago River, they think of one of those beautiful photos of downtown with the buildings and the river cutting through, or they think of St. Patrick's Day. Um, and if you're comfortable with it, can I ask you the friends of the Chicago River and your reaction to the dying of the Chicago River every year? How well, you know, it's not our favorite holiday, that's yeah. for sure. Um, you know, when when that event was founded, the river was fenced off and polluted. In fact, up until the mid 1980s, on average, there was sewage in the river every three days. So at the time that was founded, it seemed harmless. It was fun. You know, yeah. I, I myself used to go downtown and look at the river getting dyed green because I didn't understand the impacts. Yeah. And while it's not, you know, the worst thing happening to the river, it does send a message that the river's not alive. Because if you can imagine, you know, beavers swimming through that green dye and fish, you start to think like, hey, wait a minute, is that right? Is that yeah. the good thing to do? And so what we would like to see is new ways to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. We could all have a good time and have a parade and celebrate, but maybe we could have big giant ice shamrocks that melt away to nothing as opposed to something that literally turns the river that disturbing yeah. candy colored green. At the tour of the museum was the first time that I'd, that I'd heard that take and that also I thought, Oh yeah, that that's sort of obvious in my mind if I take a second to think about that. And if I'm a fish and now all of a sudden I can't see and I don't know where to go, well, wait a second, kind of makes you take a step back and think about that. In terms of yeah. all the other wonderful traditions that we have in the city and we're pretty good at making them up. So why don't we make up a new one? Seems like a yeah. great idea. 
Yeah, I, no, I mean, it perpetuates the uh, city, the, it perpetuates the reputation that the river is not a natural resource. It was also pointed out to us that actually, more often than not, the river's okay to swim in now. That, yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, as you said in the 80s, it would have been like, well, wait a second. But now, you know, you see it a lot on a hot summer day in most spaces, you know, as long as swimming is allowed in that area, et cetera, it's safe to get in the water. Yeah, the water quality supports it. I mean, there's other complicated factors. There's boat traffic. You know, there's you have to make sure that there's safe access and egress. But yeah. overall, the, the Water Reclamation District, which is the um, governing agency for the river system for stormwater and sewage, has monitors that show that pretty much on an average day, the river is safe enough for swimming. So we have a cultural problem with swimming in the river that we're working to address, as well as some of the other complex issues. Is that one of the biggest misunderstandings that you guys would say as friends of the Chicago River that the general public has about the river? Are there others? You know, that that's a really interesting question. So it, people who are newer to Chicago don't understand the river's complex history, right? So they don't know that the river was designed into the sewer system. And so we've been working to clean that up for 40 something years, right? right. Um, and people that have been here a long time don't really believe that the river is way cleaner than it used to be, right? And so you have this disconnect between new people and people who have been around a long time. And the river isn't perfect. You know, we have come right. a long way and, you know, the numbers of species of fish really is an excellent measure of that. So we've got nearly 80 species of fish that have been found over the years in the river system, including American eels and banded killifish, like fish that need good water quality. Yeah, so that, yeah. that proves that the, that the change is, is here. But we do still have an occasional combined sewer overflow. And when it rains and stormwater, instead of getting infiltrated into the ground, gets pushed off into storm sewers and the combined sewer system, that brings pollution with it too. So when you hear about road salt and fertilizer and things, that's actually pretty poisonous if you're a fish. Yeah. So those kinds of things are still pretty complex. And of course, the climate crisis is changing our rain patterns. And that makes it rain harder and that exacerbates those problems. So, you know, we're not perfect, but we're, we're yeah. getting closer all the time. It's interesting because it feels kind of, I don't want to be too poetic here, but the river does feel sort of like the lifeblood of the city, right? It takes you from the uh, the lake all the way through into all these other spaces. And I know that our team will be out at Labaw Woods uh, on the north side there helping. And that's often where our daughter is for her nature camp. And for whatever reason, when you see the water there, in my mind, I don't connect like, oh, yeah, this is the Chicago River. Because, again, I think people think it's like, oh, it's just that part downtown, you know, from like the train station to the lake. Oh, yeah, that's the Chicago River. It's like, well, wait a second. It's all the way out here as well. So with the 70 locations, what can people expect if they come out to help clean up on um, Chicago River Day? Well, really what I think people will find is that there's a lot of nature along the Chicago River. And so you might glimpse a fox, you might see a coyote, you might very likely will see migratory songbirds. And you'll see a lot of other people just like you who really care about where they live and want to band together collectively to make a difference. Yeah. But I think the big surprise is how much nature there is. And I think your point that people imagine the Chicago River to be that downtown section, you know, it's just exciting to get people out so that they can see what else is out there. Um, you know, the brook in Northbrook is the Chicago River. The Edgebrook, the brook is the Chicago River. The Skokie yeah. Lagoons are part of the river system. The Little Calumet River with all those beautiful forest preserves, that's all part of the Chicago Calumet River system. And yeah. it's exciting. There's, and It's a discovery of new places that we hope people will keep going after Chicago River Day. Well, I hope that there's a really big turnout and that people are able to uh, not only take part that day, but then to recognize, oh, wait a second, 
A, this is fun and it's pretty easy to get involved. If people want to learn more, is there a website that folks can go to to learn more about Friends of the Chicago River? Yeah, we have a great website with all kinds of fun information and also ways to get involved. It's at chicagoriver.org. And we really encourage people to read through and, and look at the breadth of the work we're doing, the partners that we're doing it with, because it really takes everybody, right? Yeah. It's not just Friends of the Chicago River. There are other conservation groups. There are government agencies. There's individuals who all are contributing and it takes all of us. And so we want people to learn about that and get involved and care about their Chicago Calumet River. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for taking some time to chat with us. We really appreciate it. Yeah, well, I look forward to seeing you on Chicago River Day.